All right, it's November 18th. It's a crisp fall day here in Provo, Utah. I'm here with B-I-M-T. What's up, B? Not much. How are we doing? Pretty good. I'm jealous. Ben gets to go home. He's he's flying yeah. back home tomorrow, yep, tomorrow for the holiday, the Thanksgiving season. Man, there's man. I love Richmond during the fall, so I'm very jealous. Um, I'll be holding down the fort here in Utah for now. Um, but uh, yeah, um, let's see. Right now we're watching Utah high school football state championships. Sky Ridge is playing Corner Canyon. Corner Canyon's ran by their star player in Isaac Wilson, Zach Wilson's younger brother. Yeah. But Sky Ridge is up by 10. They're up 17-7 to 7 with under two minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, and this one's over. Corner Canyon has no timeouts. Corner Canyon had it fourth and two on like the five, and they didn't get it. So should have kicked a field goal, giving them a chance. But um, I think uh, – yeah, it's safe to say that this one is over. But, you know, it's nice to see that in the state of Utah that blitzes occur and that there's four, five, six-man rushes, you know. So maybe we should get the Sky Ridge or Corner Canyon defensive coordinator up here in, down here in Provo. So thoughts? No. <laughs> um, anyway, um we're going to do some picks this week um, or for today's episode. Um, talk a little college basketball, as always. Um, this, you know, speaking of which, college basketball, let me find. College basketball of today, there hasn't been anything noteworthy since our last pod, so it'll likely be us looking at the good games coming up in the, in the next week or yeah. until, until our next pod, which would be probably – Tuesday, so basically looking at the games uh, today through Monday. Yeah, There's a few good ones. So. Yeah, a few good ones. So yeah, let's just do that right now. Then let's just okay. let's talk some college basketball. We'll make our picks near the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Tonight, are we got on the docket? Uh, well, the biggest game of uh, today will be Virginia versus Baylor. Oh, in Vegas. Oh, oh, oh. Man. Followed by then Illinois and UCLA afterwards. That's part of the same event. Winner plays winner. Loser plays loser on Sunday. That deserves. It's a great event. That deserves just a round of applause. Nothing has even happened. Yeah. For all we know, these games could absolutely suck. I'm but so excited. I'm pumped for it. So um, Virginia's playing, playing one of probably the two best teams right now in college basketball. It'll be a good measuring stick to see. Where Virginia's at. Because Baylor's good. Yeah, obviously. Good. They're probably the second best team behind Houston right now. Yeah, right now, uh, spread has Baylor minus four. And so that yeah. means, obviously, I think it's generous. It, it'll be a very close game. Um, it'll definitely come down to the last few minutes, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then UCLA, Illinois. This will be interesting. I'm curious to see UCLA go up against... Uh, a good team like yeah. Illinois and could. vice versa in Illinois very young intriguing team uh, I mean a lot of new pieces there whereas UCLA is good um, but they have some returning pieces 
I mean, I think this game could go differently in, in, if it were played in February, if this is a March Madness uh, game. I think toward, on this one, I lean towards UCLA just because you got a guy like Tommy Hawkes, you got a guy like Tiger Campbell. There's some, con- there's some more continuity there, and I think that matters in November in these feast week kind of matchups. And, and back to Virginia Baylor, I expect Virginia to play a competitive game, but – um, and there's no shame in this. I expect Baylor to win by probably, you know, seven, eight points. That's just my pick. But if they do that, I'll be thrilled. Well, you have Baylor that's very athletic, very fast, very up in your face. Defensively. Yes, and then you have kind of the polar opposite with Virginia. Yeah. I, well, well, style play. Obviously, Virginia's athletic. They got yeah. and good they ball have started, players. They, they have started this year – uh, I don't know if you noticed this, Tyler, when we are watching the Monmouth game. They've started to – and they've made it an emphasis to try to go a little faster. And I felt like they did that. That's easier said than done against lower competition. But they didn't even push the pace before against lower competition. So I'm intrigued to see, does that translate – does a, a slightly faster style of play translate in playing one of the best teams? Yeah, I think. Do they do it, and can they succeed? Yeah, I think with UVA, it's picking their their defense. They're not going to change their defense, right? That pack line slow you down, uh, double the post, help defense, force tough shots. That's a slower style play. But in the past, that their slow paced defense trans often translates to slow paced offense. Yeah, and to your point with this emphasis on. All right, let's get Kia Clark. Let's get Gardner. Let's get Franklin. Let's get Beekman, Beekman right? Um, let's get let's get our veterans here and let's push the ball. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to see their. Um, I'm curious to see, like you said, how they'll match up against a team like yeah. Baylor. Obviously, it's just Baylor a program. Past, this kind of team is a team that gives Virginia teams trouble. Um, that's why I think they're going to go faster because a lot of times when Virginia plays teams like Florida State, uh, they've always really struggled with Florida State. Florida State and Duke are the only teams in the Tony Bennett era of Virginia basketball where Tony Bennett has a losing record against them um, in terms of conference opponents. Um, and I think a large part of that is they're athletic, they're big, they're in your face. A lot of Virginia's offense is based around waiting on guys coming around screens, which I don't love. Um, you know, it works well enough, I guess, yeah. but I don't love that off. I don't love the movable under offense much at all. We've started to trend away from that, which I think is a good thing. Um, uh, do a lot more ball screen, five out type of stuff. Um, but they're going to have to do more of that because the just waiting for guys to come around the screens, it's just not going to work. And I think a slightly faster pace keeps you from getting stuck waiting for guys coming around screens can't yeah. you know what i mean like i think being a little more deliberate offensively will wow yeah so. and speaking of you know we're watching it's a umass and murray, murray state, state right now murray they're State's at halftime they're at halftime but a graphic just pulled up that is very <laughs> interesting um promoting the virginia baylor game that baylor's 22 and 6 against ranked opponents in the ap poll since 2019 that's insane that's it's crazy since the 2019 2020 season so obviously you know 
I think it's a winnable game for either team. Obviously, oh, yeah, I won't be sure. I won't be surprised by the result, yeah. unless it's just like a twenty point blowout, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have we have that another big game. Oh, I want to touch on UCLA Illinois too, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, piggybacking off what you said, I just think UCLA has the edge here. We have Hawkins and Campbell uh, yeah. as your main just two guys. They're veterans, but they played together. You know, two years ago when they went to the national championship, or sorry, the final four, uh, they they kind of had a disappointing year. They did. Last, they were very good last year. year. Oh, well, last year. Oh, okay. last oh. year, like riding that high, right? You have UCLA makes this incredible run. Yeah, and again, to to your point, they really weren't that great. They were an 11 seed play in. Um, they just got really hot. And then everyone kind of expected them to be the top dog. And, I mean, they were a good team, right? Uh, I, let me – I don't remember what seed they were in the tournament. Last year they were a four seed. Four seed. So, like, obviously – In the Pac-12, I believe, behind Arizona. I mean, like, right. it was not a disappointing yeah, it wasn't, season by any means. If, if that is a disappointing season – I will fan, take like, that. I'll take it. Yeah. Sweet 16 appearance, four seed. It, it was yeah it was definitely not disappointing season but it was disappointing expect like yeah yeah compared they're, to expectations they're the number two preseason team yeah in the country. and so I'm curious to see like now you don't have Juzang you don't have Bernard uh you don't uh, no I guess those were the two main guys that on their starting lineup that left but yeah, yeah. mainly Juzang right he's he's a baller mm-hmm. but uh, I think they there was so much attention on him that they weren't able to play more of like a team oriented oriented style play yeah and i mean but it makes sense because if juzang's hot he, he needs to be high usage so um and again like you said illinois i think uh i love the addition of michael mayer um they really haven't played anyone though neither is ucla so they'll be a good test for each other um but there is one other game that's noteworthy today uh villanova plays michigan state Tonight, oh. which is they play in the Gavit tip-off games, David Gavit classic. I didn't uh, realize that because they're neither of them are. Not, none of them are ranked, but it's like Michigan State. Michigan State should be, and Villanova will be at some point. Like they're a good team. Like um, that, I feel like this is a really good matchup. I feel like it's two teams. I think Michigan State has the edge. Obviously, Villanova dropped one to Temple, which isn't a bad loss, but uh, I, I still think they're they're still trying to transition away from Jay Wright. Two of their best, they're two, they're two, the two best players are hers. Matt too. Um, but Justin Moore won't be back till probably mid year. They have a one and done freshman Cam Whitmore, uh, who I don't believe has played either. Um, I don't know if Cam Whitmore's playing. Uh, it seems like he might play. People are guessing he won't, but he's been practicing stuff. So if that's the case, I expect Villanova, they'll end up being a tournament team. They'll end up being fine, especially I think they'll be good down the stretch, but I think I think they're going to struggle here. And I, I think that I've been very impressed by this Michigan State team. Yeah. If they play the way they did against Gonzaga and against Kentucky, I think they win this game by 10 and, but I even if that's the result, it's still gonna be a good game. This is For just sure. a good like if you're a basketball junkie, this is if such a good game. If you love college basketball, if you love just like pure like programs. fundamental defense, 
good ball movement, athletic players, hitting tough shots. Yeah. You like big boy ball on the post. I know I do. Michigan um, State, very much. Michigan State that. and like even Villanova. Eric uh, Dixon, their center. I love him. He was someone who uh, was recruited. A lot of these guys from Villanova and Virginia, they recruit the same kind of guys. And there's a lot of guys uh, from the D.C. area, um, northern Northern Virginia, the DMV area as a whole, where it's Vanilla, Villanova versus Virginia in their recruitment. Eric Dixon, their center. He's a lefty, kind of beefy post player. Love him. Like, he's a guy that I really wish Virginia had gotten. Yeah. Um, just a fun, good player. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I know. That'll be a good game. So those are the three games to watch as of tonight, as of uh, November 18th, 2022. And, and then um, with that being said, uh, tomorrow doesn't feature a ton, but Sunday features a Gonzaga-Kentucky. Man, Gonzaga just uh, – I was watching some highlights from the Gonzaga-Texas game. And I really, I respect, I respect Gonzaga a lot because they, they realize like, Hey, like we play in a weak conference where we dominate every team. We might drop one to BYU. We might drop one to St. Mary's and San Francisco or some other random team might keep it close, but we, so we have to step it up in our, in our off in our uh, non-conference schedule, which I I can respect, I like so that'll be a really cool game. Two two teams that have played Michigan State and it went down to the wire in both games. It'll yeah. be a fun little triangle there. I, I'm I'm sort of like these are two teams that I think will be very good and almost as good as anybody. Probably you know not as I don't think they're as good as Houston Baylor might not be at any point this year. But I think that these two teams are very comparable. They've got some returning talent, um, some younger guys that they're trying to get going. Uh, watching Drew Timmy versus Oscar Shibwe is going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. I think I lean Kentucky in this matchup uh, just because I think I like Kentucky's. You, you know, I, on this podcast, I've been kind of um, skeptical of Gonzaga's guards being able to step up to the degree uh, or the void that was left by guys like Kispert, Ayayi, uh, Nemhard, Suggs. You know, we've we've had this conversation. Uh, whereas I like a guy like Cason Wallace. I got uh, that freshman combo guard from Kentucky. I really like Severe Wheeler as well. I just like Kentucky's edge at the guard position. Um, I think Oscar Shibwe and Drew Timmy, it's going to be a fun matchup to watch, but they're going to be kind of a wash, you know? Yeah. They're going to kind of equal each other out, and I think the edge for me goes to uh, – I, I think the front courts, they're pretty equivalent, but I like Kentucky's guards today better than I like Gonzaga's guards today. And I like to make it clear, like, that doesn't mean I think so-and-so is going to be better. There's teams that I would pick to beat another team today, but in March I don't think they'll be the better team. And um, I just think Kentucky is is in better shape to win this game, especially, um, you know, with Shibwe being healthy and playing. And to your point, when so so much can change between now and come March, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
yeah, that's that's gonna be super fun. There actually are a couple games that caught my eye tomorrow, uh, the nineteenth. So we got games tonight. We got Gonzaga, Kentucky Sunday. Um, there's here's a couple games: St. Louis and Maryland. That's gonna be a fun game. I really like. I I just think that's gonna be a fun matchup. And then we got where was it? Miami and Providence again. So both these games, both of the teams are three and zero going into it. Um, it's part of the Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame tip-off. So they're in the same little bracket there. Um, that's going to be, I think, a very underrated tournament or bracket, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, I'm not really seeing anything else Sunday. Um, yeah, the, the, there's, the there's one, a lot of, like, to be determined, right? The one thing to mention with Sunday is, yeah, the as you said, to be determined, like, the loser – the loser and winner games of of Baylor UVA, Illinois UCLA will be that day. My my guess which is which will think, be a good game. Yeah, which both will be good games. My guess is I think Baylor wins tonight. I think UCLA wins tonight. Uh, I then think Baylor beats UCLA on Sunday, and I think Virginia beats Illinois on Sunday. Uh, all of all four games will be really good games. Um, the one thing that stands out Monday. And this will probably be the last one we talk about before transitioning to our picks is uh, Texas, Texas Tech versus Creighton is intriguing because Texas Tech, you know, they're athletic in your face, defensive minded, whereas Creighton's more schematic offense, shooting, finesse. So, like, I think that will be a really, like, in- intriguing matchup of just styles. And that's part of the Maui, which the Maui is – I just love the Maui Inventational. Yeah. I love the Battle for Atlantis. I love all these little lo- – this is just such a perfect time of college basketball. Um, and there's a ton of hype behind Creighton. So this will be a test to see if they yeah. can live up to it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot that is Maui. And for Texas Tech and Creighton, whoever wins slash loses, I don't think it's – They're fine. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's much of an just indication. Um, I think I'll lean. I think I'll lean Texas Tech because I'm gonna say I think Texas Tech just sort of beats up Creighton from a pure like physicality standpoint, and I think that'll throw Creighton off their game a little bit. But it'll be a close good game. That's my prediction. Yeah, Bellarmine plays Duke on Monday, which yeah, who cares? I mean, I think Bellarmine plays. They also play UCLA and Kentucky later. Uh, <laughs> their non-conference schedule is ridiculous. Hey, they beat Louisville. Uh, that, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to give them too much credit for being a D3 team. <laughs> um, I was looking. Oh, oh man, this this Maui Invitational is going to be fun because oh yeah, so you got this is all on Monday. So you have Texas Tech Creighton, you have Louisville Arkansas, which will just be entertaining, right? Um, uh, but I I still think as bad as Louisville has been they'll still be able to at least like they have nothing to lose. Yeah. And I believe they have good players and they, they just, they'll figure something out. I mean, I don't think they'll win by any means. And then Ohio state, San Diego state. And then the last matchup is Cincinnati, Arizona. Yeah. All pretty good games. That's going to be an awesome Valley. That's all I know. So, Uh, and that's all Monday. There's a couple other games I saw too. Uh, even like Georgia St. Joe's, 
They play in something called the Sun the Sunshine Slam. That's gonna be pretty good. Mississippi State Marquette and the Fort Myers tip off. Again, like these are just gonna be slipped on. These are games I love. Rhode Island, Kansas State. You have like an A ten team, like mid major up against like a Big Twelve, uh, Big Twelve team. Syracuse Richmond. Again, I love Richmond's those. I love those games where it's a mid major versus maybe a not so relevant. Power five, right? Yeah, not so relevant. Power five is in Richmond, the mid major Syracuse. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, but even <laughs> even then, like you never know. Like Syracuse could win, like and just dominate them. Yeah, that's true. Right, or vice versa. So that will just be super fun. And college basketball is just the best. Yeah, just the absolute best. So agreed. Let's let's go into college football. Let's make some picks, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, I believe it's my turn to start this week. Let me. Or am I, tripping? I think you might be tripping. Let me. Okay, so my first pick last week was UCF and Tulane. Don't I believe I'm, my. I believe I. I with the first overall went Ellis Barnes. I think. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Okay. I don't think it matters, okay. right? Okay. Um. So. If I steal, I'll go first. If I steal your game, you can have it. I think I know what you want to do. Is it one that's been alluded to previously? Yeah, but it's not gonna be my first one. So unless unless if you take it, and okay, well, uh, go for it. Um, my first one. I'm gonna go. Feel good about this one. Uh, actually, no, I don't. I don't feel good. I'm second guessing. I'm gonna switch it. Top twenty five matchup: USC UCLA. USC minus two and a half. I'm taking USC. I feel like USC can at least beat UCLA by three. I am actually on UCLA here to win that one. Um, I look at UCLA where I think they have a very – I think they were looking ahead to this game last week. That's why they lost to Arizona. I think we're having a much different conversation uh, if they won, of course. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson and Zach Charbonnet – are going to be able to torch UCLA's defense. UCLA doesn't have a great defense as well, but uh, with USC, they've really struggled to get separation against teams. They haven't beaten a lot of teams as much as you think they should. The only really good, actual good team they played this year was Utah. They lost. This is another away game at UCLA, the Rose Bowl, where it will actually be sold out. I'm not sure how hostile of an environment it will be, uh, but I think this is a big spot for UCLA. They're going to really want to win this game. USC is the last hope uh, for the Pac-12 in the playoff. I think UCLA ends those hopes uh, tomorrow. I think UCLA wins this game 41-36. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, if that happened, but I do think USC is just too talented, and to your point, they haven't really like won games by big margins or as big of margins as they should. But I think that's kind of the beauty of them is that they just control the game and they're 
they might keep you within striking distance, but they ultimately hold the control. Of Unless it. they play someone good, though. That's my counter. And the time they played someone good, they lost the close. On the road, and I'm not considering this game. And it's not really like a. It's not yeah, a road it's not game. Same, it's just. It's not. It's not, not rice at cool. Yeah, right? yeah, I won't. I won't be super surprised if USC wins a close game. I I don't expect it to. I expect this to be a one possession game. I yeah. But I'm on UCLA. So. Yeah, and and that's where I defer. I'm banking on USC here. So. Cool. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah, that is what makes. It fun. That's what makes it fun. Disagreements. Yeah. Altering opinions. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, complaining about bad teams, yeah. which these bad teams happen to be our teams. So, um, um, that's my that's cool. my first one there. So I'm gonna go with the other big tw- uh, or the other big Pac-12 matchup. There's no way UCLA's winning Oregon. You mean Utah? Utah. There's no way Utah's winning in Oregon after an Oregon loss. Uh, this Oregon team. Uh, I mean, there has been some talk about Bo Nix and his potential abil- ability or lack thereof. Uh, but um, there's some, you know, secretive things there. But I still like Oregon either way because I think their defense steps up. Uh, Utah, whenever they played someone good on the road, has not been able to pull it out. Um, favored by two and a half. I just think this Oregon team wins this game by 10. You know, even if I'm going to say, even if Bo Nix does not play, I still like Oregon in this matchup uh, just because I think this Utah team is not as good as they were last year or even the year before. This Utah team's just not fully uh, up to par, not the year before, but last year. And I think that matters, especially on the road um, against Oregon, a team that I just think has better athletes, and I think that'll matter. And I I like Oregon to win this game by seven with or without the Knicks. Yeah, I I just think it's just going to be too much for Utah to handle. Um, I mean, even Cam Rising to some extent isn't like fully 100%. Um, Utah struggled without their two main running backs. And Tavian Thomas and Bernard, and even you lose Keithy, and you have Kincaid also out. You know, so it's actually let me confirm that Kincaid is out this game. Uh, don't know. Those guys are going to be like I really like them as mid to late round picks in the NFL draft. Yeah. Uh, the future Utah tight end Dalton Holker. Be on the end linebacker Peyton Wilgar. Yeah, um, you heard it here first. Trying to see it. Um, I actually, uh, as of a couple weeks ago, he wasn't warming up. I mean, and then whatever. Right? You can speculate all you want, but either way, I he's. I mean, Utah is. They're not at full strength. Nope. And even if Oregon isn't, I feel like. A weak Oregon team can beat out a weak Utah team. Yeah. I even think a weaker if Oregon this... team can beat out a strong Utah team if they're in Autzen, which mm-hmm. they are. And so yeah, I think I think this uh, the fact that it's in Autzen opposed to Rice Eccles, I think is huge. And I think yeah, this this we got tricked into Utah hasn't really had a challenge since that USC game. Uh, whereas like I thought Utah won that game 
largely because it was at Rice-Eccles, not because they're not a better team than this. I think clearly there are four teams better than everybody probably in the Pac-12. I think Washington's maybe right behind Utah, but I'd take Utah over Washington. But I think Utah is definitely not as good as USC, UCLA, and Oregon. I think uh, you know they were able to make up for it by being at home against USC. I think they're on the road. Uh, like they were against USC, they got or UCLA, they kind of got pounded in that game. I think on the road against a team that's probably better, they're they're not going to be saved by their home crowd. I like Oregon. So, oh, that's a that's a, not a bad pick for sure. I feel way more confident in this uh, for some reason than I have those picks. So, I'm glad. Go ahead. I'm glad we love that for you. We do love that for you. We love that for you. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with my gut. Uh, I think this was the pick that you thought I was going to make and that has been alluded to because yeah. I've said it. Uh, TCU Baylor, TCU minus two and a half. I think the TCU training ends in Waco. I agree with you on this one. Um, would I be surprised if I'm completely wrong? No. I, I would not be surprised, actually. But I do think... TCU, a team that supposedly is an offensive juggernaut, very much struggled versus Texas, which isn't a bad defense, but isn't an elite defense. I think Baylor is going to try to slow down TCU and try to control the game. Again, keep it within striking distance. Uh, I actually think this is probably going to be my hottest take is that Blake Shapen has a big game. And TCU, I think they're just – it has nothing to do against their skill. If this game was going to be like a month ago, I would have easily taken TCU. But I think they're, there's something about the Big 12 and TCU, they just look vulnerable. I think Baylor's actually a pretty good team that's just struggled. They're 6-4 and four right now. Um uh, They've they lost to West Virginia by three. They lost to a good Oklahoma State team, you know, with Spencer Sanders at the time by eleven. They lose to BYU us in double yeah. overtime, and the last week they just got straight up embarrassed by Kansas State. Yeah. and I think they're just gonna try it's to bounce back. A team coming off embarrassment versus a team that feels vindicated and they feel like they've arrived uh, because everyone liked Texas in that spot, including me. Um, but then TCU won, and all their fans, everyone, even everyone who wasn't giving them the respect they deserved, are now giving it to them, which almost always means that they're going to need the lose. Yeah. So it's, I like Baylor to win this game too. Yeah, it's just the way it sports work. So I'm yeah. taking that to TCU minus two and a half. I think Baylor wins it by one possession. I'll also say by three points. Cool. Um, for my second pick, I'm going with this Kentucky-Georgia game. I think Kentucky uh, covers that 22.5 point spread. I think they make this at least somewhat intriguing. I expect Will Levis to play a little bit better. Um, yeah, I mean, I've... I've As he should, because he's going to be like a the uh, first round. Overall pick, yeah, he's going to be a he draft pick. Play. He's not good at quarterback, but he's going to be great once he gets to the NFL. Because I know of so many guys who weren't good in college who are then good when they go play. No, but that's how logic works. So it, if you're not good in college, then you will be in, in, in yeah, and a professional league. Yeah, if you're good league. in college, you won't be good in the NFL. 
And they were shocked when guys like Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson are, are actually better than their trust. It's crazy. Um, yeah. But with Josh Allen, everyone's pointing to the Josh Allen comparison. And I'm like, okay, you really think that there's just a Josh Allen for every year? There's not. There's only one Josh Allen. Yeah. And he's Josh Allen. Um, so um, now let me explain why I am actually on this guy I, after just trashing him for 30 seconds. Um, I think this Kentucky team, they're coming off an embarrassing loss against Vanderbilt. Georgia's kind of rolling right now. Um, I don't think Kentucky's not going to win or even necessarily come close. But I think this is like a 34-17 game where Will Levis shows some of that first-round promise that scouts see that doesn't exist. Um, I think it – I mean, I, I'm being a little harsh. He's 6'3", 230 pounds. He can run the ball a little bit. Uh, not a ton. He's not a running quarterback, but uh, he's a little, he's, he can be mobile if he needs to be. Yeah, 6'3", 230 pounds. He can really air out the ball. Um, I think he's going to be overwhelmed in terms of I think his skill position players are, are not going to be able to win matchups against Georgia. I think he's able to make a few impressive, wow, this guy has potential type plays. And I also think George is kind of on autopilot right now. They don't need to blow out this team. They just need to win. And I think they do by 14 to 17 points. I'm going to say 34-17, Georgia, uh, Kentucky makes this kind of close. No, I I, I can see that for sure. Um, Plus, again, you never know. You know Georgia's defense is going to be solid, but you never know what offense they're going to come out with. Yeah. Are they going to come out with uh, Kent State and Missouri, Stetson Bennett and company, or are they going to come out firing on all cylinders like they get against, like they did against Tennessee? Um, uh, my I'll move on to my third pick. I'm going Illinois, Michigan. It's Michigan minus seventeen and a half. I'm going Illinois to cover. Oh really? I just think. Illinois, their style of play, they love to run the ball. They love to try to control the pace of the game. They, they Another back uh, uh, kind of bounce back opportunity. Yeah, and again. After two poor performances. And I think this will be a tough game for Michigan. I, I still think they'll pull it away. Look ahead spot. Yeah, they're looking ahead at Ohio State. Yeah. Which you, I can't really I blame them. I love that pick now that you. We're talking about, uh, and also you look at Illinois' three losses, they've all been within one possession. Like, even when they're not the better team, last week they lose to Purdue by a touchdown, week before they lost to Michigan State by eight, and then they lost an early an early game beginning of the season to Indiana by three. They the, it's just their style of play. Um, yeah, I think they lose by 10, it's gonna be 24 14, is my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Michigan, Michigan's not going to have the ball as long as Illinois does. Yeah. And with that, they're just not going to be able to put up as many points as they're capable of. And exactly to your point, they're looking ahead to Ohio State. I'm going Illinois to cover in this game. Cool. Uh, along the same idea now because I I like that now that you picked. That wasn't one that I was probably going to go with, but then once you start talking about it, I liked it. And for the same exact idea, I'm going Maryland plus 27 at home against Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins this game by three touchdowns still. But I think Maryland can make it close for a half because of the same reason. On the road, not a terrible team. Um, 
that they're playing against, a team that kept it close with Michigan that I predicted correctly earlier this season. I think they do the same thing with Ohio State. Ohio State's also going to be looking ahead in this spot. Um, I look at Maryland. Maryland just came off an embarrassing 30-0 loss at Penn State. So I think it's also kind of like that Illinois spot where they have the opportunity to bounce back, and I think they do. Um, Mike Loxley, the coach, is probably fighting for his job. Former OC, I believe, at Alabama. Um, I think that he's able to score some points against uh, a very talented but somewhat soft Ohio State defense. Uh, give me Ohio State by 42-21. I like that pick. I, th- I just think Maryland is one of those teams that it's almost like if you compare them to basketball, it's like they live and die by the three. Yeah. Where or they almost live and die by big plays. And so if they're able to get some big plays off, you you can never sleep on them. Uh, you got Tua's little brother, uh, Tagovailoa, who's a good good quarterback, good talent, and obviously not quite as good as Tua is. Yeah. Yeah. She's still solid. Still solid. I mean, there's good athletes there. I don't know much about Maryland to analyze them enough. But they're but, pretty good. But they're pretty good. I could see them definitely covering that. So It's a huge spread. It's Yeah, it's a very big spread, so – all right, I'm going to go – let's go some American Conference action here. There's Houston plays at ECU, not East Carolina. East Carolina is favored by six. I think right now East Carolina is the better team. I think they'll win by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It'll be a high-scoring game. Houston does not have a very good defense. If In case you didn't see, SMU beat them 77-63. to no, that was not a basketball score. That was a football score, 77 to 63. Um, Houston's capable of putting up a lot of points, but yeah, their defense struggles. I think it will be pretty high scoring, but ECU also likes to control the game, their pace. They only, when they play against weaker competition, East Carolina, they'll pull up points, but when it's somewhat decent, um, They'll probably be around the 30-point range, which is still a good amount of points, but I think they'll win by a touchdown. It'll be very similar. Um, I think it'll be very similar to the BYU game and where the ball, it'll be tied or they'll be up one or down one or I don't know, whatever, and they'll score a touchdown and hopefully cover that. So I'm taking ECU over Houston. Tune has not impressed me quite as much. He's, he has 31 touchdowns and eight interceptions. He's thrown for over 3,000 yards. But yeah, I would expect Houston to be better. But I think it's not the offense, it's the defense. So I'm going ECU here. Cool. Uh, yeah, I can't disagree with that one. Uh, this is one that I, I found and I really, 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 really like it. Liberty minus nine at home against um, I think Liberty is just clearly the better team. Um, I'm not going to be too harsh uh, due to recent events about Virginia Tech since they have, uh, you know, showed a lot of class throughout this situation with UVA. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that I think this Liberty team is the, the best team in the state. Uh, with JMU maybe being the second best team in the state, followed by Virginia. Or 
Virginia beat ODU, so then Virginia. They, so yeah. I think I think I think for I I put Virginia third, probably Virginia Tech fourth uh, in the state. But uh, with that being said, I, I think Liberty wins this game by about ten. Virginia Tech is gonna you know it's still a Power Five team. I think they'll be competitive for a little bit. This Liberty team is just they're just better. Um, it's in Liberty. Uh, they're gonna want to come out, and this will be a huge game for them. I think they have Hugh Freeze is a great coach. They've got great talent. Uh, give me Liberty thirty-one uh, twenty. Yeah, I think I saw I saw that spread and I thought about it, but I bet on Liberty last week and they lost to UConn. So I a, just a reason why I love them even more. I, I just you got You got to go against the trend. No, but that That's, means that means that I would have to be humble and, and like show like and not have any pride. No, yeah. I'm too good to pick Liberty again right now. Fair. They have to prove me wrong. Um, <laughs> let's go. Uh, but yeah, no, I just Virginia Tech is just very bad this year. And they, honestly, it kind of sucks. I wish they were somewhat good because I like not liking them. Um, you know, love all my homies like went there or currently go there but they're fun to hate yeah um but yeah they're just very bad so i will do my last pick man i keep going back to this one i feel like i should Ole miss arkansas Ole miss is fair by two and a half i'm going Ole miss by three um I think they played Alabama pretty well last week, and to Arkansas's, I, to Arkansas's credit, they played LSU pretty well last week. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if KG Jefferson's playing or not, and what quarterback is going to be out there for Arkansas. I think Ole Miss is more consistent. It is in Fayetteville, though, so that could be tough. But I think Ole Miss pulls this game out. Cool. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I, I like that one. Um, I'll run the little thing. I know it is. <laughs> um, okay, here's one that I like. I like Duke plus seven at Pitt. Uh, with really the main reason being, I think Duke's pretty pretty solid. Uh, Pitt's okay. I think Duke's the better team. Um, I think the reason Pitt's favored by seven is they crushed Virginia. And I don't know if I can. I, I don't really. You don't buy that? Uh, I just don't buy that meaning much. Yeah. Um, so, because Duke also crushed Virginia. Um, so, <laughs> I like Duke plus seven. I, I think they went out right, but even if they don't, they, they make it less than. It'll be a one position game, plus it's in Vegas. I feel like I'm always wrong about the ACC. So I'm just not going to say anything um, or analyze that pick. But I don't think – I think it's a valid reason with that. So, all right, let's do our locks of the week. And Wait, the, was that five? That was five, man. You're tripping? You're not tripping. I went first and I had five. What, what were your five? Just, just name them just so I, just I, so I know I'm not tripping. USC, UCLA, TC, yeah. Baylor, Illinois, Michigan, Houston, ECU, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Okay, so then I had Oregon. I had the Oregon, Utah. I then had the 
Kentucky, Georgia, then Ohio State, Maryland, then Liberty, Virginia Tech, then Duke Pitt. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. It's crazy. What, the week. It's crazy what writing things down will do. Yeah, I know, I know. For some but, reason I still have a score, but And for some reason you still just won't write down. Yeah. You can you don't even have to put down anything. Just put down like a letter indicating of which team you picked. And then I know which teams I picked, it's just remembering which one. Because sometimes I'm like, you picked it, but I I wanted to pick it. So I just thought I did. <laughs> Anyways, lock of the week. Oh, okay. So I'm just I think I've only got my lock of the week once or twice. <laughs> I am worse than who's the worst team right now in the NFL record wise? Is it Steelers? Uh, no, it's Houston. Houston. Oh yeah, that makes sense. They've only won once. I yeah no, I'm probably the Houston Texans of the of doing this lock of the week. So, um, and with that being said, I will. You know what? I'm gonna go. Jets, Patriots. It's Patriots minus three and a half. I'm going Jets. Cover. They finally get that that evil off them. Yeah. Well, I, like I, I think they win. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just banking that they'll cover. So, yeah. It's my lock of the week. Cool. And, and any logic I explain with it won't happen or it'll just be super bad or. I think, I think the game that I like, I'm biased, but I like the Lions. The Lions are getting on a little bit of a roll right now, and I, I don't think the Giants are a, are a true set. I mean, they've earned their record. Your record is what you say, what they say is what you are, but um, I like the Lions in the spot to go and, and win a game in New York. Um, with, uh, you know, because we, we're not going through all these. Another one that I like, uh, I think Vegas – Wants you to go with Minnesota here, and this, this is not my lock. Just, just another, just throwing this out there. I think Vegas wants you to go with Minnesota um, because they know Dallas is going to win. Dallas coming off a bad loss to Green Bay. Vikings come off an all-time win against the Bills at the Bills. Um, I think the Cowboys win this game by four points. Yeah, it's also not at 1 p.m. Eastern. It's at 2.25. Yeah, which is outside of Kirk Cousins' comfort zone. Kirk Cousins will be the man for be, the first half. He'll be crapping his pants because he's playing at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, come fourth quarter, once like the sun kind of like dips down a little bit, he'll be unable to play or function as a quarterback. So, uh, you know, that's definitely that's definitely something to consider that I agree with. So, yep. Other than that... Nothing too much. I'm going to the Jazz game tonight. Woo! Play the Suns. Hopefully they'll snap their three-game losing streak. Um, and, yeah, well, I guess we'll analyze and We'll just take it from there. Yeah. Oh, I, I just want to watch some basketball. So we're going we're gonna to sign off. But next time, Ben will be back out east. Yep. So uh, I'll be jealous. This will be a fun weekend. Enjoy the weekend. Woo! See you guys. See ya.